everybody, it's Matt. Welcome or welcome back to the Journey Church Podcast. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you automatically get our weekly episodes. And you might want to subscribe to our Journey Callaway YouTube channel as well. You'll find messages, music, interviews, inspiring stories, and more for you right there. So the best investment advice doesn't just apply to your money, it also applies to your time. I'll show you what I mean in episode one of Time Well Invested. So here's something you've been told before. There is a big difference between spending and investing. The difference is so big that if you're married or if you've been married, it's probably created a little conflict in your relationship at some point, hasn't it? Because spenders and investors have two very different goals. Spending provides an equal trade. Investing provides an exponential return. So when I spend, I expect to get something of equal value back for what I spent. When I invest, though, I expect to get far greater than what I gave. Now, this isn't a series about money, and I'm not really interested in settling that debate between all of you spenders and investors, but I do want you to understand this. What makes investing so powerful is this little dynamic that Albert Einstein called the eighth wonder of the world. It's compound interest. Now, to simplify this idea, compound interest is when your money is making interest and then that interest on your money is making interest. Compound interest is why a 20-year-old only needs to invest $95 a month up to age 65 and they'll have a million dollars by the time they retire. That means they invest a total of $51,000 of their own money over a 45-year period, but it turns into a million bucks. That's compound interest. So for all you 20-year-olds, now you know, you're welcome. I think everybody needs to know the power of compound interest, but it's not just so you can win financially. It's also because compound interest applies to something more valuable than your money. It applies to your time. You see, time is the most valuable resource that you have. You can always get more money, but you can't get more time. And as people get older, you may have noticed this, they worry about running out of money. I'm telling you, that is the wrong resource to focus on. You're probably going to run out of time way before you run out of money. So for the next two weeks, I want to invite you to consider what you're doing with your time. And I would suggest that you might want to do fewer things that are time well spent and more things that are time well invested. I think that's a lesson that the pandemic has taught a lot of us, hasn't it? We'd been spending our time. We'd been trading our time for different things that gave us value, and there was nothing wrong with that, but the pandemic forced us to consider investing time, investing time in a few places that maybe we'd been neglecting. For example, for some of us, we began investing more time in our family, and the result was we discovered, well, there was an exponential return that happens when you invest time in the right priorities in the right places and the right people. So over these next two weeks, I want to encourage you to consider a couple of areas where investing your time can bring exponential return. And the first one may be something you bumped into over the last year. Let me set it up this way. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you wished you knew that God was speaking to you? Maybe you were in the middle of a crisis. Maybe you were feeling some pain. Maybe you were facing a challenging decision. You weren't sure what to do. So you prayed and you prayed and you prayed. You just wished you knew what God was saying, but the more you prayed, the more confused you became. One minute, you thought maybe God was telling you this and maybe he was showing you something. The next minute, you second-guessed yourself. Or 
Maybe you prayed and it just seemed like you were praying to air. Like nothing happened. You know, the silence was deafening. We've all experienced that. Um, Here's something else to think about. Have you ever wondered how to know the difference between when God's speaking to you and when it's just your own thoughts? I mean, you get those two things mixed up, you can get yourself in some real trouble, can't you? Well, there is a secret to hearing God, and there's a secret to having confidence that He is the one speaking to you. People who believe God is their best friend, well, they've discovered this. And today I want to show you what it is, but I'll tell you. You will not get there overnight. This requires a consistent investment of your time over time in a very specific habit. So Jesus was teaching this idea to a crowd one day, and he used a metaphor that for that crowd in the first century, it was very familiar, but it's not really very familiar today. I think you'll get the basics, though, anyway. He talks about our relationship with God like that of a sheep with the shepherd, and here's what he said. He was talking to the crowd, and he said he, referring to the shepherd, the shepherd calls his own sheep by name, and he leads them out. In other words, Jesus was going, when sheep are in a pen, they respond when they hear the familiar voice of their shepherd. That's the voice they'll follow. Jesus went on to tell the crowd, when the shepherds brought out all his own sheep, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. In other words, the way a shepherd would get the sheep where he wanted them to go is he would lead the way. He'd go in front and he'd call back to them. And because they were familiar with this trusted voice, they would follow him. Now, probably don't have many shepherds watching, but we do have a lot of dog owners, so you get this, right? Your dog will respond to your voice and follow you wherever you go. At least the good ones do. Why? Because they know you and they trust you. Your dog's not going to respond to my voice and follow me wherever I go because there's not a relationship there. Dog doesn't trust me. It trusts you. Well, Jesus goes on to make the same point about sheep too. He says, but the sheep will never follow a stranger. In fact, they'll run away from him because they don't recognize a stranger's voice. You see, when somebody who's not familiar to you tries to guide you, what happens? Well, just what Jesus said, right? You resist, you run away, you avoid. Because acceptance and trust are what pave the way to influence. Now, why would Jesus teach something that was so obvious? Because the way a relationship works between a shepherd and a sheep is the way it works between God and you. So if you struggle to know when God's speaking to you, or if you doubt whether you're really hearing God's voice, Lean in for the next few moments because this might change everything in your relationship with God. How does a sheep become familiar with a shepherd? Time together. You can't fast track a sheep knowing the shepherd. The longer the sheep's around the shepherd, the faster the sheep comes to know and recognize the shepherd. How does a sheep trust a shepherd? Time together. Over time, as the shepherd day after day protects and provides for the sheep, well, trust is built. How does a sheep recognize the voice of a shepherd? Time together. A sheep doesn't respond to a shepherd that's been around for a day or just comes around every now and then. It takes time for a sheep to recognize and respond to the voice of a shepherd. Now maybe you can see where Jesus is going with this. How do you become familiar with God? Time together with God. That's it. You can't fast track a relationship with God any more than you can fast track a relationship with someone else you meet. The more time you spend together, the more familiar you become with God. How do you learn to trust God? 
time together. You got to get to know him to love him, and you have to love him to trust him, and you've got to trust him to obey and follow him. But over time, as you act on what God says, you see he's got your best interest at heart. How do you recognize God's voice? Same thing, time together. Let me explain it this way. Let's say that you and I had never met. You're at a dinner party. I unexpectedly show up. You're in another room, so you can't see me, but you hear me talking in another room. Will you know who I am when you hear my voice? Well, of course not. You've never met me. Now let's say that we met once or twice before, but just briefly, and the same thing happens. Are you going to recognize my voice and know that I'm in the other room? Again, probably not. Even if you do, you're not going to be 100% confident it's me. But now let's say that my wife is standing right next to you. And she has no idea that I'm going to come to the party, but when I show up, she hears me talking in the other room. Will she know it's me? Well, yeah, without a doubt. Why? Well, obviously, because we've spent so much time together, she doesn't have to physically see me to recognize my voice. She knows it from years of being together. Listen, this is also how it works in your relationship with God. If you have a hard time recognizing God's voice, if you feel like maybe he's never speaking to you or if you aren't sure he's with you, it could be because you just haven't invested enough time together with God yet. You don't have enough hours invested in talking to him and listening to him and learning from him. Because of that, his voice just isn't as recognizable to you yet as you want it to be. It's not that he's not speaking to you. It's just that you haven't learned yet what you're listening for. Because according to Jesus, his sheep know his voice and he leads them and they follow. So here's what I want to invite you to do. Would you consider developing the habit of investing time every day with God? Would you spend as much time getting to know Him as you do the people that you're closest to in your life? And I would ask you to take it a step further. Would you start every single day this way? In other words, what would happen if you invested 15 minutes every day at the start of your day just to get to know God better? Just 15 minutes where you read what He says to you in Scripture. It's one way He talks to you where you talk to him in prayer. Listen, that time, if you did that every day, invested over a period of time, that would dramatically change the nature of your relationship with God. You would know him better, which means you'd love him more, you'd trust him deeper, and you'd follow him easier. This is a habit that my parents taught me when I was young. I feel so fortunate because I've never really known anything different. Most every day of my life, I have started my day by spending a little bit of time with God. And I'll tell you, there is nothing that has had a more profound impact on my ability to know and hear the voice of God than this. Nothing's influenced my life more than the time I have and the time I continue to invest with God. Now, I don't notice a change immediately, but over time, I see a big difference. And I'll tell you when I'm reminded of it the most. It becomes most apparent in the storms and the struggles of life. Listen, when things in life are difficult, when they're confusing, when they're stressful... I'm looking for direction, I'm looking for peace and strength and wisdom. That's when the return on my investment pays off. That's when it's so obvious. The time to learn to recognize God's voice is not in the storm, it is before the storm. Time with God over time, that's how you prepare for the storm. It's how you prepare for the crisis. It's how you build faith to endure whatever comes your way. So the best way, in my opinion, to start your day is to hear what Jesus has to say. God will never be personal to you 
until you're willing to invest time in the relationship. And like any other relationship in your life, you're going to get out of it what you put into it. So here's what I'm going to do for you. Tomorrow, I'm going to send out an email with a link to a reading plan. If you want to try spending 15 minutes every morning with God, I'll give you a plan that tells you exactly what to read to get you started. Now, if you don't get my emails every Monday, go to journeycalway.com right now, our website. Just scroll down to the bottom. You'll see a place where it says stay informed. Give us your email address. You'll get the email. And whether you've ever tried spending time with God or not, I just want you to know, it's worth the effort to try. It's worth the effort to try again because you have a God who wants you to know him so personally that you will recognize his voice whenever he speaks. But in order for that to happen, you've got to invest some time. But I can promise you from experience, you will find it is time well invested. Let me pray for us. Father, thank you for wanting a relationship with us that's personal. Thank you for not being a God who just um, is hands off and leaves us on our own to figure things out. So thanks for being so active and help us to learn how to pay attention and to recognize your voice and your activity in our lives. Use the time that we invest to get to know you to help us build a relationship with you that's so personal. That's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, if you'd like more content like this, subscribe to our YouTube channel and download our Journey Calway app to access all of our recent message content. And our app is the easiest way to share this content with a friend. For more information on our church, be sure to visit journeycalway.com. That's journeycalway.com. Thanks for listening.